YFM is a podcast started by myself, Jimmy B. Phyllis, and my big homie Wayne to go ahead and talk about hip-hop, music, and the culture. But we need y'all help. We need y'all help to grow and to be able to build more. So how about you come and support us and support our Patreon? Our Patreon has $2 levels, $10 level, and a cool $20 level. You get early access to episodes. You get the full video version of our episodes, full audio. And we're adding new and new things every time. So come support our podcast. Be a part of our community. And we just want to say thank y'all. Appreciate y'all and love. Peace. You feel me? Shit is motherfucking competitive. I don't give a fuck what you win. You rap, you do sports, that shit is competitive. Just because your loser ass don't like it, you automatically have to call this motherfucker Uncle Tom. I'm Jimmy B. Phyllis, and welcome to the You Feel Me podcast with my big homie Wayne. Please like, subscribe. Hit that bell. Rock that bell. Make sure that you get all of our content anytime that we post. And also, don't forget to sign up for our podcast on all platforms for the audio version. So this week, we wanted to talk about Uncle Tom. Not your uncle named Tom, but like literally black people that we all consider to be Uncle Toms. And what does that term really mean? Mm -hmm. And how do we define Uncle Tom's? And should that be some shit that we even say anymore? Certainly in 2021. So Wayne, I'm going to jump it off to you, man. What do you think? All right, man. Y'all give me a few minutes, okay? <clears throat> okay, excuse me. So here's my thing. Uncle Tom and I think, you know, I just used it in a past conversation that uh, 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 Phyllis and I just had. Um, I used it. And I told him the truth. The only reason I'm using this as a uh, um, is because I can't think of another term to use for black people who, I guess, either hate their culture or, or you know, tr just tries not to think about it or they accept the other cultures more than they accept their own. They look down upon their culture. I, I believe that the Uncle Tom term is, of course, from the book Uncle Tom's Cabin. I think mm -hmm. what it really means, I hate the term. I hate the term because people use it as for uh, uh, for black people who who care about white people more or don't like their their own people. You know, think about Samuel L. Jackson and Django, you know, as an example. Mm. My thing is. Uncle Tom from the book, it means. It, it was about he the, the character in the book did not want to leave his plantation. He didn't want to leave his family so to speak, the white people, because that's all he knew. He did not know the world outside of when they say black people got your freedom, you can go. He's like, what the fuck is freedom? You know, like, I don't know what to do. I'm supposed to get a job. Like I'm supposed to go out there and do all. It's so much different now in the 21st century, in the 20th century, where you could be like, okay, uh, you're free to go do whatever the hell you want to do. You know, like when you're an adult, you can like, okay, let me go to school. Let me get a certificate. Let me go get a job. Let me go work construction. Let me be a rapper. Let me be an entertainer. You know, you have so many options. Back then in slavery days, like you're free. What do you do now? You yep. don't know. You don't know what to do next. So this guy is afraid. He's scared. And he's like, it's not like the white people are better. It's just like he's afraid. He has that anxiety to not to where it's not even allowing him to go and use his brain to 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 think of, of of other things to do to branch out like where can i go in the world what can i see what can i do like all he knew was this plantation and these white people so that's why i hate that term 
They, we've taken mm. that term and made it to mean, you know, black people who hate black people. And that's not necessarily the case. That's the difference between like Samuel L. and Django Unchained and, and, and Uncle Tom's Cabin, I, I think. And even though I just used the term, I, I, I used it incorrectly, but I know that, uh, that's not what it means. I hate the term. I, I, I do think that it's time to, 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 Get rid of that term. It's time to retire it because we don't know what it means. We all have a a universal definition of it, but I think mm-hmm. that it's wrong, and I don't think that we can do much to change it. Because then, if I was to like go on this crusade and be like, "Uncle Tom isn't what it means," what Uncle Tom really means, I'm going to be called Uncle Tom. You know what I mean? Like right. I'm going to be looked down upon. So this, you know, it's almost like the N word. You know. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't know, man. How do you feel about it? How do you feel about it, man? We were talking about Stephen A. Smith before we decided to go ahead and talk about this topic. <laughs> so I want to talk about him because he gets called an uncle Tom by a lot of motherfuckers. Corey Holcomb. I don't know if y'all, a lot of y'all know who Corey Holcomb is, comedian. but he's a comedian. Yeah. That motherfucker for one is funny. Yeah. For two, I love the setup of his video podcast. That nigga has not upgraded that shit one bit. <laughs> he don't give a fuck. <laughs> I love that guy. But he has real issues yeah. when it comes to Stephen A. Smith. Um, Kawhi, uh, Kwame Brown recently has been going on a fucking tear on YouTube and Instagram live and yep. shit talking about Stephen A. Smith and also other people that he see as uncle Tom's because, or, you know, what he called, what you would call with the good hair or what Becky with the good hair. That's what he called the other ball. So he's talking basically about uncle Tom. this is what I think what people mean. You start from the hood, you start from the projects, you start from, you know, being underprivileged. Mm-hmm. And you get to such a high level by working, by connecting, by not shucking and jiving, but by, you know, being someone that can network in a room full of white people or no one else is in your color spectrum. Right. Um, you are able to negotiate those things. You get to the point where you start actually seeing some real money and you continue to achieve and go up to the higher levels. And you're not surrounded by a lot of people that look like you. What happens is, is that when you start to talk about people that do look like you, you automatically get caught on Uncle Tom. Stephen A. Smith has been a beat writer for longer than I've been the fuck on this planet. That nigga went to school to be play basketball, injured his knees. And they was just like, oh, fuck it. You can't do this no more. But he could write. And his writing teacher said, yo, you could possibly be a dope journalist. You love sports. Why don't you focus on that? And that's what he put all his time and effort into. That motherfucker covered Allen Iverson so insanely well that he was able to start talking on the radio. Then he was able to transition that over to ESPN. He is the highest paid person at ESPN. ESPN. So he worked his way from literally the Brooklyn, the Bronx, where he's from, I believe, from New York, from an underprivileged home, all the way up to being the highest paid person on ESPN. Right. But he's an Uncle Tom because he criticized black athletes. Nobody gives a fuck about when he criticizes Peyton Manning. 
Tom right. Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, Daniel Jones. Oh, yeah. But he cr- criticizes black men that came from the same position that he is. First of all, shit is motherfucking competitive. I don't give a fuck what you win. You rap, you do sports, that shit is competitive. Just because your loser ass don't like it, you automatically have to call this motherfucker Uncle Tom. To me, uh, Uncle Tom and, you know, Wayne, thank you for educating me because I didn't even know that word came from mm-hmm. a book. Yeah. But to me, Uncle Tom is a person that looks like you, maybe from the same place as you, from the same level as you, but they hate themselves and they hate you. And the only reason why they hate you is because of who you are on the outside, how you look like physically. They will tell the master that you trying to do something so they can get the leg up. We all know motherfuckers like that at work. We all know motherfuckers like that in the world. They'll tell on you. They'll snitch on your ass because they want to go ahead and get a leg up or look good for the master. That's the Uncle Tom. Does Stephen A. Smith do that sometime? Yes. But it's just unfortunately because he's talking about other black people. I don't think that Stephen A's Uncle Tom, but certain motherfuckers have the tendency to just hate themselves and hate other people. The term should not be used because we don't know where the fuck it came from. <laughs> per Wayne, we ain't using it right. And we need to just start to look at people that's just like, you know what? This motherfucker just don't like his own people. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, he's he, so Stephen A. Smith, he's not talking. I don't believe he's talking about if he's talking about black men, he's talking about them in the same respect as a Peyton Manning, as a uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 a Drew Brees or Luca, yeah, right? Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I don't think when he's criticizing, I don't think he's criticizing black people. He's criticizing black culture, and it just so happens to be mm. like a black person will get in trouble for something, and he'll just go off on that. So I remember, like one time, we were talking about the hoodies. One of the dudes, a uh, basketball player, was wearing the hoodies. He was like. He criticized the hoodies, but then he had to come back and backtrack the next day. It was like, oh, I wear hoodies all the time. But I mean, you talking shit about the dude wearing a hoodie on the court before the game. Somebody got caught up some weed. He always talking about mm-hmm. the weed. Listen, we, everybody, white, black, whatever smokes weed. I got you. Weed is a, is, is a cult, a part of black culture. It is N- not saying that every black person smokes weed. Like every black person eats like chitlins and chicken and shit like that. It's nothing like that. But, but black people are generally, whether you smoke it or not, are okay with weed. So he has such a huge problem with weed. And it just makes it seem as if he has a problem with black culture because anytime we get caught with some things or get caught with something, uh-huh. that's when he'll jump in and make a big deal out of it. He'll, he'll, he's the black voice. For when black people do something wrong, he's 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 mm. stepping into and, and what you say and what you say. Damn. If if that's what he's doing, Damn. listen. If that's what he's doing, it's not mm. Uncle Tommy. He's he's stepping into Bill Cosby territory because remember Cosby Ooh. had all that shit going on. He wrote the book The Wake yep. Up People and getting mad yep. at put your pants up. And what are you doing? It's hard out here for a pimp. What are y'all talking about? And I look at this nigga. You're trading on on dangerous waters, my guy. I'm not saying you can't call out your people. Bro, you're Stephen A. Smith. All the black people know you. Call them up. Be like, yo, is everything good? You got caught with some weed? Like, bro, you don't know you. Bro, you you make 40 million a year. You you can't spend 10,000 for a weed carrier a year? Like, what's going on, my guy? You know, like, talk sense to, to your people. Don't go on national TV and just start being like, yeah, you always smoking the weed. You putting on the hoodies and it's a problem. Like, don't don't blow us up even more. 
You know what I mean? Mm. We got the Larry Elders for that. We got the Larry Elders Ooh. for that. We got we got the dudes who jump on Fox News for all that shit. Be be our support. We love you for that. And I, again, I'm not saying you can't criticize. I'm not can't saying you can't criticize on the field. If bro, if LeBron, if LeBron sucked that night, talk shit on LeBron. That's your job. But when we do something wrong, talk about it because you got to keep in mind too. Because like the white people hired you, so when these things happen, they expect you. To be the person that'd be like, don't worry, guys, I got this. You know what I mean? So instead of instead of being that way, like talk mm. about it, talk about it like on a surface level. Like, yeah, I know it's pretty bad. Like, I I wish he wouldn't have done it either. That type of thing. But like when it's commercial break, pick up that phone and be like, yo, y'all good over there? Do y'all need to get rid of some people in the group? Like, what's going on? Like, stay off of social media. Like, what the fuck is going on? That's the type of person. You, and when you don't do that. That's when you're looked at as an Uncle Tom. When you're when you're immediate to jump on camera, regardless if it's your job or not. When you're immediate to 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 give your response on something that just happened, like mm-hmm. w- when you're immediate to give your response on something, and you're black, and you go on, if you use your platform to do it, especially if you use like a white person's platform, to, uh, even like a Wendy Williams, so to speak, somebody that. Uh, 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 like, like the general white population gravitates towards, like people generally likes the TMZ and the Wendy Williams. When you go in there right. and you talk shit, you like, you're, you're, you're giving it such a bigger platform, you know, cause it's one thing to watch it on ESPN and have like sports people know, but when you jump on like a TMZ or a Wendy Williams, like you're, you're giving it so much of a broader audience. Like everybody knows now and everybody can critique it now and everybody can jump online on Facebook, on Reddit, on Instagram and give their opinion on it now. You know, so you've pretty much just shitted on that whole person's career because they got caught with some drugs or they got caught with another woman or another man or another what have you. There's I'm just you could look out for your people before you shit on them or you don't even have to shit on them at all. And that's why I feel like Stephen A. Smith does like it's not so much that you can't have an opinion. Just talk about that shit on the surface level. Call your people up on the, on the back end. Make sure they're good. Make sure they switch them shit around. Because if you got that kind of influence on ESPN, I'm sure you got that kind of influence in people's like, and you, you can call them up and be like, yo, what's going on? And you click, get that shit straight. Stephen A. Smith, as far as I know, because I don't know the man. I don't know. I don't know if he does that, but he does jump online he does. and talk about the weed. And he does talk about the everything else in the hoodies and just black culture. I'm like, bro, right. this, like, this is a dangerous territory because just because you made it out, like you still got to understand, like some people may have made it out, but mentally, like they're still there. You can't, you can't like switch brains. You can put change clothes. You can change bank accounts. You can't switch brains so easily, man. And people have to be a little bit more understanding than that. So when it comes to the weed uh, conversation that he always has, what I feel like he's saying is this. If I got caught with marijuana, right, Mm -hmm. and I worked for a job that was against marijuana and I got fined or fired because of the marijuana, that is going to be a detriment to my success as a person. Yeah. He's just saying that in terms of sports athletes as well. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do when it comes to weed or drugs or any other type of things you want to do. Right. But you have to understand that we don't own as many things as we need to as yet in terms of minority people. Once we start to own more shit, we won't even be considered minorities anymore. Our social class will change. Right. 
If you work as an employee for somebody, you have to follow employees rules. You can't just make up your own motherfucking rules. If you are a worker, you have worker shit that you need to do. All athletes are contractors. They're not even employees. They have to actually sign a contract, bro. These niggas have things they can't do. They cannot go out there and race cars and fuck uh, ladies and cheat on their wives and make that shit public. They can't beat their wives. Weed is something that is a part of black culture. That's true. It's also a part of stoner culture. It's also a part of all culture. I know white motherfuckers that are managers at certain jobs. They look like the most cheese sandwiches eating person on the planet real milk toast motherfuckers get off work they bang more trap music than me and smoke more drugs than me right so it's not about that it's about the simple fact that certain shit that you do when you are an employee and you don't own your own shit it's certain rules that are in place now that's where i think he's coming from from the weed duh because you can't fuck he he is the type of person and this is my opinion black people that make it to that echelon that he's at, they want others to come with them, hopefully. As long as and they act the way they act. And that's the thing. That's where it's not the fact that he's Uncle Tommen. It's the fact <laughs> that he's doing something that Kawhi, uh, Kwame Brown talks about. The get, <laughs> the get along gang. Where you going along just to get along. Because you feel as if once you reach the top, you can change it. But the thing is, you already indoctrined so much into that go along, get along shit that that's now part of who you are. And I feel like, yes, Stephen does have a disconnect when it comes to urban culture, but he's also a 50 plus year old man. He's also real f- cool with Snoop Dogg. You know what I'm saying? He, but he doesn't smoke weed, so he's not a part of that culture. That nigga wears suits when he go outside. He don't wear hoodies and shit, so he doesn't understand it. So I will say that Every black man is different. Every black man experience is different. You could be from right. the projects, but now that's all you wear is Louis Vuitton. Right. We can not generalize people, but just because he is against a drug or he might be against hip hop culture or more urban culture doesn't mean that he hates black people. It just means that he might have that disconnect. If I gave that nigga a blunt and he smoked it and he liked it, then I bet you he won't say no more with the weed duh. But I also know that he wouldn't do that shit on camera and expect to still have a job. And a lot of these athletes are the only person in their family to ever touch a million and may ever be the only person to touch a million. And the fact that you smoke some motherfucking weed and you get caught and you want to fuck that up for everybody, you are an idiot. Nigga, do something else. Okay. Weed is there on the off season. You get high. <laughs> yeah. What? Don't get what? high during the season, you fuck nigga. Why is it why is it so hard for black people to give other black people a little bit of leeway, a little bit of room to get I, into trouble? I don't, bro, I don't know. I think that once, like we were saying, like I was saying, once you get that money, bro, it's like you expect everyone to do the same thing as you or to level up like you. And I just don't understand why it's like, yo, certain niggas don't want to be rich. Certain motherfuckers don't want to uh, be wear suits and ties all motherfucking day. Certain motherfuckers like wearing jewelry. Certain people don't. Why? Just because I have this color, uh, this color skin and I leveled up all the way to the top. Does that mean I got to dress like your bitch ass? It's a simulation. We want to simulate what we believe is success. We do it all the time. 
There's no originality in this world. And I right. think that's why the fuck we do that shit. Because just because I'm a rapper, I feel like, ooh, I want to wear some, wear this and wear that. No, what about if I just want to wear it? But I have been shown that. Well, what about if I become the CEO of the company that I work for right now? Am I still going to wear chains? Am I still going to wear, you know, nice sneakers and shit like that when I come to work? Yeah, sometimes. I don't want to feel like I have to assimilate. Just because I have a twang and an accent and I say certain words a different way than my counterparts mean or may, my mind is sharper than a lot of motherfuckers out here. Right. And I'm going to be respected for my motherfucking mind and my communication skills and my networking skills. And just because I might wear a shirt that's one size bigger than what the fuck you like don't mean shit. But you are right, Wayne. Certain motherfuckers, they do the get along, the, the go along, get along shit. Mm-hmm. And they want you to assimilate too. And right. nobody should be forced to do that. Nobody should that. I'm still going to say nigga as long as I fucking want to. <laughs> I'm still going to listen to trap music as long as I motherfucking want to. Right, I don't give a fuck right. what position I got. I don't care right. what position I have because I don't have to be some suburbanite motherfucker just to go ahead and make a hundred thousand dollars a year. And the and more you, that we, we I think that's just over. I think you know what's crazier than that, crazier than that is that we've proven there's people that's been that 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 have been so successful, they've proven that they can do it their way. They can they don't have to do it the Stephen A. Smith way. You don't have to stop smoking no. the weed or doing it. Listen, for example, I was watching the, the Travis Scott documentary the other day. And like this nigga is blowing down the whole documentary. Yeah, like yeah, he's like, "There's yeah. my mama, there's my mama, there's my mama, there's my daddy." My daddy was like, "Ah, this nigga is smoking the whole documentary." And his mama and his daddy is chilling with him and doing shit. I'm like, I don't care how fucking rich I am. I don't think I'll ever be comfortable enough blowing in front of my parents. G, like I don't care how much money I got. I don't care. Like I, don't, I would buy the mansions and all. T- you could have anything in the world. I don't think I ever become to be like, what's going on, mama? I just blow it. I can't imagine. But that nigga is successful as shit. And he didn't have to do it that Bill Cosby, Stephen A. Smith way. So we, we have not. He being a, himself. A, a million stories of, of us being successful, doing our own thing. But people still want us to act a certain way. It's because, they look, they want us to go back to the 40s and 50s where we wear suits every day. And listen, they're ashamed of what we've become. They're ashamed. They're ashamed. Why are you going to be ashamed of what we become, but everybody follows what we do? Excuse me. I ain't talking about black people. I'm talking about minorities in general. Like we talked about before, minority culture influences all culture, right? Right. The rich motherfuckers look down at us and they still are sauce. But then as soon as we get some money, you want us to change to assimilate like y'all. I don't understand that shit. What the fuck is the disconnect? Because they don't change. Like the, the other motherfuckers, the other minorities, they don't change. They just jump on our shit for six hours, seven hours and go back to theirs. They could drive in the car. They could turn their car off. They could turn their radio off. Like hip hop is a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle. Mm. Like it's this is a way of living. It's not just about listening to hip hop or you listen to it so much that you like, I want to hang my pants down or I want to wear a fitted cap or I want to do whatever is whatever. No, it's 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 a whole lifestyle. You have slang, you have a whole uh the way of talking, or I'm the same slang, though your your walk, your your posture, your everything is just hip hop. We live that. Some races they can jump in, take it a little bit. And just going about their business, but they're still living their life 
the way that their parents envision. They're still living their life without embarrassing their parents. You know, they're still successful. They know they can they can ride to work and listen to Travis Scott the whole ride to get them prepared for their job. But when they pull into that parking lot, they're turning that shit down. They don't want yep. nobody to know. They don't want nobody to know about that shit. So it, whereas nope. it's us, it's like we're not afraid. We're not ashamed to show off our uh, who we are. And we have our our grandfathers or mothers or whoever telling us that we do need to be ashamed of that. We do need to turn it off. We do need to let them know because we show them that, for one, they're afraid of it. For two, they have everything. They're not going to you know, just accept anybody just looking or and, 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 you know, being a certain way. And that's understandable to an extent. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, they 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 know what makes them feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And our parents know what makes them feel comfortable. That's why they try mm-hmm. to tell us, you know, like, yo, keep your hair cut, uh, uh, dress a certain way, speak a certain way. Yep. Pull your and hands up. Right. Like and, you know, but the thing about it is, is we start to think that there's a lot of black people who start to think that way and think that, you know, that is right. That that is the way to be. Like, if I do that, if I speak a certain way, if I have a certain job, if I make a certain amount of money, the white people aren't going to fuck with me. Like, they're going to take my ID, which is it's it's it's. You know, it's it's legal. It's not it's not uh, um, uh, what what do you call it? It's not canceled or anything like that. It's I have my insurance. Uh, uh-huh. I, everything is up to par. What's the big deal? You know, they they can type in my information. I've never gotten a speeding ticket. You know, why they treat me so ugly? Because you're still black. It doesn't matter. You can say, hey, sir, how you doing? You this this color. You can't change color, bro. Like our parents want us to just act this civilized kind of way to still make Martin Luther King happy. You know what I mean? They don't so, they don't they don't see the progression that we've made since then. I think that um like people said that you know we had the first hip hop president with Obama, right? Yeah. Yeah. I personally feel like we had a we had the, the first trap president with Trump. Cause that motherfucker <laughs> busting all types of traps. Anyway, I'm making a joke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Y'all know y'all hate Trump so bad. Jesus Christ, y'all need to calm the fuck down with that shit. I know he sucked, but fuck me, bro. Hey, put a comment. Uh, right, so, comment below how much Felix is pissing y'all off by liking Trump so much. I don't like Trump so much. I'm just saying, like, I don't hate people that much unless you my motherfucking enemy. Yeah. But he did do a lot to the transgender community, and that shit pisses me off. Now that shit, you know, we could shoot. I I asked for my five minutes for that, just for the trans people and what he did to you know the LGBTQ community. I don't mm. play them games. You don't fuck with. I'm in that community because I'm an ally, mm. and I will fuck you up if you fuck with anybody like that just because of based off of that. I don't like Word. bullies, and Word. he seems like he's a bully to me. I don't fuck with bullies. You know what I'm saying? I just never have since I was a kid. I've been smacking bullies in the jaw, so <laughs> I don't fuck with bullies. You know what I mean? At this, at my old ripe age, I will fuck a bully up on sight. Mm-hmm. So, anywho. Black people are multiverse. You have black people that never did anything bad in their life. And they just want to have a nice, happy home. And they do, you know, talk a little bit more proper than, you know, myself. Uh, You have people that do have to go to work and they do have to assimilate a little bit just to get along. Because if that uh your coworker said this shit to you and they was on the street, then, you know, what I'm saying y'all probably going to be you know, boxing it out. But you're not going to do that. You got to act professional sometimes. Being professional and acting professional is totally different than degrading your own people. But we do have certain habits as minority people 
that sometimes is our detriment. But we need to also get praises for our victories. We've done so much as a people. The BLM movement is beautiful. Mm-hmm. What we're doing in the pride with the pride community is beautiful. What we've done in terms of leveling up and having more black millionaires than ever before is beautiful. The fact that we're in real estate, the fact that we have gun owners now, and that's not a big thing, you know, the fact that we have a little bit of money as a community. You know what's crazy is that they just did a statistic. They said that the poorest, the, the you know how people say the richer becoming richer and the poor become poor. Mm-hmm. You, you heard yeah. that before, obviously. Yeah. Probably everyone has. That's actually still true. But the crazy thing is that the poorer are becoming richer faster than ever. So there's more poor people that's actually touching more money than ever before in recorded history. So I say all that to say. I could be from the hood. I could be from the projects. I could talk slang. I could wear baggy clothes. Shit, I do. I do all of those things. And I am all of those things. But I could still have a good job. And I could still uh be in corporate America. And I could still get promoted. And I could still hobnob with motherfuckers and go to picnics in the whitest neighborhood in the United States of America with this type of fucking hair and a fresh-ass lineup and jewelry all on me looking like a million motherfucking bucks. I'm still black no matter where I go. But that does not mean that another black person has to put me down just because I look like that. And I'm not trying to simulate with other people. If you out there, if you, if you do that, I don't give a fuck what age you is. Please stop. Because not everybody's going to be cookie cutter. Motherfucker, right. please. Motherfucker, please. I will always be who I am. And if I want to wear a suit and tie and all that shit and I had no jewelry on, I can do that. Just because I'm doing that does not mean I'm a fucking Uncle Tom neither. Just because I have a good job does not make me an Uncle Tom. Just because I'm highly motherfucking educated does not make me an Uncle Tom. Mm -hmm. But I know one thing that does, if you sit there and have all that education and have good money and do all that shit, but you hate your black people as a whole, that's what makes you an Uncle Tom. You know, I don't like that word. I just don't, like you said, I don't have another word to say. Right. Lack of a better term, man. Lack of a better term. Maybe we should start calling them like... I don't know, douchebags or Shit, assholes. It's, it's self haters. Fuck niggas. Self, self haters. Yeah, yeah, self haters. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't man. know. I don't uh, have a term, a good term. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I yeah, so we can do away with it. You and I. Uh, we don't know if any, if anybody else is down with it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, please let us know. We'll start a whole movement down with it. Uh, if y'all think of something else, let us know. I'm with it. Yeah, man. Let us know in the comments if, and let us know in the comments if you think we're wrong or if you have mm-hmm. other examples. Like I said, I don't personally feel like Stephen A. Smith is that bad. I just feel like he just don't know, and he's been at his level for so long. It's so hard, and I just feel like he feels like people should come up the same way he did, and that's just not this. That's not the whole story. But mm-hmm. I also feel like you shouldn't break the rules at your job, neither. Nigga. I'm a person that. I can envision myself having employees in the next five to 10 years. Shit, probably quicker than that. Yeah. So I don't want my employees to be coming to work smelling like gank. Nigga, you better get your ass go home and clean that shit up and come back tomorrow, motherfucker. You ain't getting no pay neither. Fuck you talking about. So employers have rules. But Stephen A. Smith does go real hard on us. I just think he expects more. And maybe that's not good. And maybe I you should ex- meet people where they are. Mm-hmm. Right. Because cause, cause my thing about expectations is if you just be yourself around other people, like you say, meet people where they are, meet people where they are, accept people for where they are. 
and just be yourself to say, if you're in a higher standing or, uh, you know, however you want to call it, than this other person be who you are, be humble too. Cause people appreciate and realize that be humble. Let this person be who they are. And this person will rise up along with you. Yeah. Like in, yeah. in, in a matter of time, just, just be yourself. And this person is going to look at you and be like, I need to do better. You don't need to tell this person to do better. Like in due time. And if that person doesn't, then it's not because you're not teaching them or they're just, they're just not latching on. You may have to let that person go or you may have to teach a little better or a different way of teaching. But most right. of the time, like people will just watch you and just be like, you know what? I want to do a little better. I like the way that suit looks. Let me buy a suit. Let me buy uh, uh let me get away with these t-shirts. Let me buy a button up. See how I feel. You know, that's all it takes some time. But if you're constantly just beating people down and berating, then we're not getting anywhere. We're going to stay the same. And if you don't buy that t-shirt, that don't mean shit. Because yo, mm -hmm. yo, I always look at this. Mark Zuckerberg, he dressed like he dressed Facts. like he is just he dressed like he dressed like he's a coder. He dressed like yeah. a coder. That's how the motherfucker dress. You know what I mean? They don't dress to impress. Their their mind is their most important thing. Mm -hmm. And how fast mm -hmm. they can type and how they can figure things out, critical thinking skills, you know, being able to analyze and overanalyze. Those are critical skills. The, but you don't expect a coder to wear a suit and tie to work every day. Right. You'll be looking at this nigga like, he tripping. You probably won't even hire him. You're like, oh, nah. Nah. Hell nah. He ain't, he ain't about that life. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to fit into anything. That is a message that no one has, though. We have to really share that message as a people. And I mean, as like all people, human beings. Not everybody's the same. Not everybody's cookie color cutter. Judge a person by his actions and judge a person by his mind. If either one of those are fucked up, there you go. It's real easy to clean them out. I don't give a fuck what color a nigga is. If he can't think, then he's not, that's not right. He's not right. Maybe, maybe for this position or he's not rocking with you. It's real simple. Judge a person by that. Actions in mind. We got to stop judging people by how they dress, how they right. talk, how they look, what type of music they look at, what's their political stand in. I know a lot of conservative motherfuckers that hate Biden. They think he's the devil walking. They think he's a really like Lucifer and shit. But these are kind people. They just might have a difference of opinion. So let's just start to respect people and let's not call them motherfuckers Uncle Tom's. We just call them fuck niggas for now and on, or whatever y'all think is better in the comments. <laughs> Word. Word. All right. All right, Felix. Let's end it on there, man. Cause you know, we can go another hour, right. man. Let's not do it, man. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for listening, uh, uh, tuning in to another week. Um, uh, please make sure to subscribe on everything. You know, we're on, uh, the audio version is on Apple. We're on Spotify. Uh, please tune in to, uh, uh, YouTube so you can watch the videos, you know, uh, comment the flame emoji. The five emoji. Let us know that if you like our topics, if you like our discussions, uh, if there's anything you want to add, please uh, write it in the comments. Something you want to talk to us about or you want us to talk about, add those in the comments too. Thank you guys for listening so much. We will see you next Friday. Fearless, man. Say what's up to the people, man. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for listening, man. And peace, peace, peace. Be safe. All right. Peace, y'all, man. Thank you. What's good? Listen, we hate social media. 
Instagram keep changing the algorithm daily. TikTok steals your information. And Twitter is where all the mad people in the world go. Listen, we want to disconnect, but not disconnect from our fans. So we can do that by each one of y'all joining our email list. And we won't spam you or sell any information or any of that shit. Just click the link in the description and join the gang. And we'll send you an email when we have a new episode or when we go live. Peace and love from YFM. You feel me?